Don't let these tears fool you. There's all dog around this mug. I'm good. <laughs> Hey, what's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones. And yes, I am the host of the State of the Saints podcast. Thank you all so much for checking out the State of the Saints podcast, where we talk New Orleans Saints. Um, Who That Nation, uh, I decided to go live a little bit earlier tonight. I mean, this is the final game of preseason. And, uh, you know, the game is still going on right now as I, as I speak, um, the during the third quarter with about 13 minutes left, the Saints, uh, uh, you know, were facing a fourth and four more than likely it's going to be a punt here. Uh, but all in all, I mean, the first half, it was some positive things. It was some uh, negative things, of course. Um, but I will say this, a, a lot of things that we seen last week uh, with the Chargers, uh, a lot of those things have been fixed. I, I, I didn't see too many penalties from the New Orleans Saints. The offensive line, uh, you know, haven't been forcing any holding penalties or anything like that. And, you know, you also are seeing some improvement from guys that uh, have been called out. And you also have seen some things where, you know, guys have, you know, we've been singing their praises. They've been taking a step back. And, uh, you know, first I want to just mention, uh, just the beginning of this game you know I know some people are probably concerned about the game or whatever and how it started but I mean the Houston Texans they played their starters at the beginning of the game and the Saints uh, they were with their second and their third string string players out there so you know I know CJ Stroud got that touchdown which uh, you know he, he threw a really good pass and uh, you also seen like you know a couple dimes that he threw um, that that pass that he threw uh, down the left sideline, that was a good play by Alante Taylor to break that up. So, I mean, C.J. Stroud looking pretty good, you know. And also, um, you know, the running game of the Houston Texans, you know, offensive line, they most of them were they, were they starting offensive linemen, so they were able to kind of push the Saints back. But um, a lot of positive things from the New Orleans Saints. Number one is Brian Brzee. I mean, he's basically was dominating the line of scrimmage. I mean, with those spin moves, the athletic ability that he possesses, uh, the offensive line of Houston could not do anything with him. Uh, we also seen Isaiah Foskey uh, finally getting a sack, you know, finally, uh, you know, coming into his own, which is a positive thing. You know, I was very, very concerned over the last couple of weeks uh, when it comes to his consistency at, you know, trying to get at the quarterback. Uh, but, you know, he finally got home and uh, that's that's a good thing. Uh, some guys that, uh, you know, you know, more than likely have not made a case for themselves to make this team is uh, Isaiah Yedem. Um, as I'm looking at a second and nine, uh, let me see. Jake Hayner throws the pass. Uh, it is completed. It, it looks like it was to A.T. Perry for a couple yards there, about three yards. So, uh, you know, Jake Hayner uh, is going to be playing uh, most of this game, which I feel like he should. You know, I think that uh, we pretty much know what we have from Jameis Winston. Uh, and this guy needs the reps. Um, you know, more than likely, he's going to be the third-string quarterback. Um, really, probably won't be dressing as much. 
but this is the type of experience that you want to get uh, from a guy like Jay Hayner. Uh, it, it, right now, it's third and six. Uh, the Saints you know, are, in, uh, are in a gun right now. Here we go. Here's a snap by Jay Hayner. Uh, looks, throws a pass down to Shaq Davis. Shaq Davis gets the first down. Good effort by Shaq Davis right there. Uh, rookie out of South Carolina State. Uh, sorry about that. Sorry what we did to your squad last night, Jack State University. But Shaq Davis uh, making plays, you know. I mean, Shaq Davis just looks the part. I mean, he just he just looks the part. He looks, you know, like an NFL wide receiver. I mean, he still, you know, he still has some things he needs to work on. But I like the pass that Jameis threw to him down low. He was able to catch it. I mean, it just shows his athleticism. Um, Jake Hayner uh, throws the ball a little bit too wide there, incomplete, brings up second and 10. But, you know, I'm, I'm looking at, you know, Shaq Davis. I mean, he he's, he seems like a really smart player. You know, he's making some really good plays. Um, Jake Hayner, you know, oh, my goodness. Whoa, what a shot that he, he took. Number 95 really hit him in the chops there. But Jake Hayner, you know, tonight, I mean, it's kind of kind of up and down. You know, this isn't one of his best showings. But I think it's probably because Houston is is blitzing him a little bit more. But that's what you want to see. I mean, you want to see what he can do against the blitz. Uh, okay, it's back to pass. Jake Hayner steps up in the pocket here, delivers it, and it's caught. Unbelievable. Quan Baker, Johnny on the spot right there. Ball pops up in there. Quan Baker comes down with it. So smart, good awareness by Quan Baker, who's clearly on a bubble. And it's good to see uh, Quan Baker out, out there making some plays, man. You know, I would – I haven't heard much from him. I know he's been out there mostly in, in a blocking capacity, but uh, it's good to see him uh, completing some passes, though. I mean, Jake Hayner, you know, he, he's a tough quarterback. I mean, he's small in size, but he, he has a lot of fight, man. Uh, here we go right here. Okay, nice dump off to Ellis Merriweather. Goes nowhere, lose a yard there. So that's going to bring about second and 11. So, I mean, Jake Hayner, I mean, he's making smart decisions, you know, but at the same time, like a lot of the passes that he's throwing tonight, a little bit off target, you know, so, but that's going to come with time, you know, that's when, you know, the more reps that you get, the more experience you get, the, the better you'll become. And he's already been a really good quarterback when it comes to his accuracy. He completed uh, 70% of his passes last season, his final year at Fresno State. So you know that he has what it takes to be accurate in the league. Here's a handoff. This is to Ellis Merriweather who trips through the hole for a couple yards there. We'll see about three or four yards, bringing up third down. Okay, so I mean, the game's still 10 to 7. Uh, let me read some of your comments. Let me read some of your comments. Thank y'all for being here, by the way. Uh, if you got something that you want to mention, if you're new to the, uh, the State of the Saints podcast, you can always put it down uh, in the chat. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Who do you guys, uh, who have you all been impressed with uh, in this game so far? Um, I, I think there's some, there's a lot of positive. Especially like from guys that we we wanted to see some from, but I can tell you who I who I'm not impressed with as we look at this third and six. Jake Hayner escapes the pocket. Okay, gets some extra yards, and Jake Hayner. Oh my goodness, gets dumped over. It should be a flag, but he ain't got one. Jake Hayner making it happen, man. I mean, Jake Hayner really. I mean, Jake Hayner got some wheels, man. I'm. I'm uh, he was scooting. Not the fastest quarterback I've ever seen, but, I mean, he's definitely definitely taking advantage of it. I don't know how in the world – I don't know how in the world that wasn't a late hit, but, I mean, dude pretty much gave himself up. 
But anyway, I mean, good effort by Jake Hayner. Uh, still showing that that that's, uh, fight, you know, doing his thing. Here we go, first and ten. Ball at the we look like the thirty yard line. Oh, good spin move by Ellis Merriweather there. Didn't do anything, but uh, you know, really, you know, really trying to make something happen there. I'm really impressed with Ellis Merriweather. I, I'm pretty sure that the New Orleans Saints probably going to end up putting him on the practice squad. But um. I've been impressed with Ellis Merriweather. I mean, he, he has good size, um, could, could be a, a, a bruising back. Jake Hayner, thank you very much for the $2. Said, thanks for the flowers, TJ. You're a great talker. Well, thank you very much, Jake. I appreciate it. Uh, and see, uh, hey, TJ, I'm mostly happy with Hayner and Brzee from the draft. I also think A.T. Perry is doing good. It's really good to see Miller doing his thing too. Yeah, it is. I mean, that, and also, man, you got to be – uh, Jontae Kirkland uh, is really uh, doing some things in this game. I mean, in, in on special teams, um, you know, making some really good catches, um, getting some first downs. I think it was one play on the out route. I mean, the ball went right through his hands as uh, Jake Hayner rolled to his right. He got to come down with that catch. But most of, most, most of the game, uh, Kirkland has been playing pretty well. Um, this is a third and three for the New Orleans Saints, um, almost in the red zone. Here we go right here, third and three once again. They're on the gun. Here's a handoff, delayed handoff to Ellis Mayweather, who will not get it. So more than likely, it's going to set up a field goal uh, for the New Orleans Saints to tie this game up. But, you know, I mean, look, right now what you're looking at is trying to see, you know, more than likely, you know, who is going to get those, those last spots. But also... You want to put some good stuff on film for other teams that's watching. I mean, this is the final game of preseason for the NFL. So everybody's watching this game. So you get opportunity to really show the entire NFL what you're made of. So these guys need to take advantage of this as Blake Gropey uh, comes in on a fourth and one. Here we go. 38 yards. And that is about as true as it gets. Uh, somebody, one of these guys are going to be kicking somewhere else between him and Will Lutz. Um, I'm pretty sure it's probably going to be groping since Will Lutz has been here for a while. So I don't I don't think that, you know, they're going to get rid of Will Lutz. But Blake Gropey uh, definitely going to uh, going to be kicking somewhere. Probably going to be for Denver somewhere. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, hey, T oh, I already read that. Say uh, Sha uh, Shaq uh, has to make the roster. Yeah, I think he's going to make the roster, but I think he's probably going to end up being on a practice squad. Uh, groping nail in every kick, but so is Will Lutz, you know. Best player right now, Jake, he is off, uh, but IQ on point. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. You know, like, you're going to have those those rookie, uh, you know, woes every now and then. You know, you're going to have those issues where, you know, it, it's going to be an issue, you, you know, because of the speed of the game. But once everything slows down, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to see what type of quarterback Jake Hayner is going to be. I don't know if he'll be a starter in the league for years to come, but I think that with his skill set and his ability, and he'll be around the NFL for a long time. He, he definitely will do that. Uh, let's see. We have our future kicker and quarterback. Um, I don't know about that. I mean, you're not going to keep two kickers on, on the roster. And I don't see the New Orleans Saints getting rid of Will Lutz. I just don't see it. Like, Will Lutz has been as accurate as Blake Groupie has. You know what I'm saying? So, Groupie, excuse me, Blake, Blake Groupie has. So, uh, if, if look, if you have a guy who has been steady Eddie and, you know, he's showing you that he's improved and it seems like he the yips have cleared, 
uh, I, I think you're going to end up keeping him. I think that uh, Blake Groupie uh, is going to uh, be uh, kicking somewhere else. But that's a good thing because the guy deserves to be uh, in the NFL. Uh, Jameis wasn't bad today. Nah, Jameis definitely had a bounce back. Uh, this, this, was, uh, this was a better showing from Jameis Winston. Um, I, I will say this, you know, um, there was one play where he had opportunity to run and scramble and slide for a first down, but instead he moved up in a pocket, which I, I want to give him credit for that because, I mean, he climbed the pocket, but, I mean, he had opportunity to get a first down on that one. But all in all, I mean, he has been he, – he was pretty good tonight. He was dead on. I mean, even in a, the pregame huddle, he was extremely passionate, um, you know, and he, he, he loves playing football, man. So you got to give respect to him in that regard. Any thoughts, uh, DC not uh, playing as much in preseason? No, I'm not. I'm not really concerned about that. I mean, this guy's a seasoned veteran. I mean, when you have a guy that's been a veteran and has been a veteran and played a lot of games and done a lot of good things in the league, I mean, what more do you need to see from? You know what I'm saying? And it's not like it's not like you been not playing him and playing all the rest of the guys all the all the people around him all the guys that's going to be contributing to his success offensively weren't out there as well so i'm not concerned about that man i mean that happens i mean when you're a veteran i mean the game slows down for those guys and these coaches are pretty aware of what these guys can do uh it's time to bring back my guys on this weekly prediction next week saints four four five uh titans ten uh, the Saints will have the first ever 10 rushing touchdowns and 10 passing touchdowns, totaling 20 touchdowns. Let's see, uh, TJ, uh, what you think about Jimmy Graham fire uh, he showed? Well, I mean, Jimmy always uh, shows fire, man. Every time he, he gets a first down or something, he always gets up animated. He's very passionate. Uh, but it's good to see I mean, him making some of those plays. Um, uh, no, um, Jimmy Graham, you know, he's a big guy. He's a big target. Uh, and I think that's the reason why the Saints can keep him around. You know, Jimmy Graham, to me, is not the starting tight end for the New Orleans Saints, not even in a rotation to a certain extent. But, like, when you get into the red zone, third down situations, uh, look, this looked like a big run for the Houston Texans right here. That's not what you want to see, no matter who's in the game. But, um, but yeah, I mean, Jimmy Graham, there's a spot for him. You know, like, I wouldn't be mad if Jimmy Graham had 16 catches, 16 touchdowns, all of them in the red zone. I, I wouldn't even care. But you keep him around, man, because of it, because of his big catch radius, you know. But I, I do think the NFL looking at this game right now, and they wondering how is a 36-year-old man able to beat these young these young whippersnappers in coverage. So don't be surprised if Jimmy Graham uh, gets a call from the NFL, gets himself drug tested. <laughs> You know they don't like the Saints. Hey, hey, Jimmy Graham, about 36 catching these passes? Mm-mm. Going to be interesting. Uh, bad angle by number 44. You know, look, I, I mean, got Adam Humphreys out there, man. Adam Humphrey, wow. I was wondering where he is. Former Tampa Bay Buccaneer out there. Uh, so, uh, they talking about the kicker competition, I assume. I, I can't I, – I got, I got the uh, – I'm actually watching this on my phone right now as I'm talking to you all. So I got it down low because, of course, you know, you don't want to be demonetized or cut the stream because you can hear the NFL in the background. Here we go. Play action. Dump all pass uh, by the Houston Texans. Good tackle. Good sound tackle right there. Who is that? Uh, number 54. I want to say, yeah, man. It, it, look, 
No, I don't know if any of these guys that's out there right now are more than likely going to be making the team. But like I said, if you are out there, this is a nationally televised audience. This is some. This is opportunity to make some plays. I mean, I'm looking at some of these guys. It's about who wants it right now. A lot of reserves, a lot of guys on the bubble getting opportunities. You know, I'm looking at guys like DeMarco Jackson. I'm trying to see what he can do. He gets down a little good bend. Uh, okay. Good catch right there. Who was that? Adam Humphreys again. <laughs> I mean, so, look, Adam Humphreys trying to make a statement for, you know, the, the Houston Texans. Which, uh, you know, I always like Adam Humphreys, man. Adam Humphreys is a good uh, slot receiver right there. But, uh, you know, good sound, man. Good coverage right there. I mean, that was just a good pass. All right, it's first and 10 for the Houston Texans. Here we go, the handoff. Okay, good tackle. Yeah, good tackle right there, man. Good sound tackle. Uh, let's see. It's good. Jerry says it's going to be a very, in, uh, very interesting this week. Yeah, it's just, it's going to be interesting, you know, to see who's going to, um, you know, going to make the team. But I mean, if I'm if I'm look, if I'm a betting man, I mean, quarterback we already know, right? Derek Carr, Jameis Winston, Jake Hayner. Uh, running back we know it's going to be AK Jamal Williams, um, and you know Kendra Miller, you know and. You're probably, as far as, like, special teams or something like that, you probably put uh, Ellis Merriweather. That man can knit a sweater in that pocket. My goodness. Uh, but, you know, and good group tackling right there. And, man, and a big thump by DeMarco Jackson. That's what you want to see right there, man, especially, like, since you know more than likely Jackson is going to be on special teams. Uh, this man was wide open right there. He had him. Oh, my goodness. But that's the reason why a lot of these guys probably ain't going to be in the league. And that's the reason why this more than likely Perry is a third string quarterback. Um, but I, I'm like I said, I'm looking at some of these guys, and you know, they got up, they got opportunity. If they don't have it here, it's probably gonna be with the you know, some other team. But at wide receivers, you know, I, I think to me, I think AT Perry pretty much is your guy, man and man wide open. And that should have been offensive pass interference. That should be offensive pass interference, right. I don't know if that's offensive pass interference or holding or something like that. I don't know what it is. Let me see what we got. Uh, Yeah, that's holding. Number 44, what in the – and he's been getting beat. Every, every time I look down at the screen, he getting, he getting toasted. My goodness. Let's see, uh, what do you think about Mark Ingram trying to do TV? I think he'll be good at television. I think Mark Ingram is very animated. I think that he's funny. I think he's charismatic and – I think he'll do well. I think he'll do well on television. Do you think we pick up anyone after cutdowns? I do. I mean, I, I think they're gonna. I think they'll pick up somebody. Maybe one or two people. I don't think it's gonna be like a bunch of individuals. I think the Saints got a, like a good sound roster right here. Even though, oh my goodness, my goodness, man, just dragged them boys into the end zone. But another touchdown for the Houston Texans right here. Uh, Mike Boone. Uh, good run, good run by Boone there. You know, a lot of man, the guys on on this drive on defense, man, really didn't do themselves any favors. Tell you that, I I can tell you that right now. That this that's that was that is not what you want to see. 
Let me look at some of these stats so far in the game for the New Orleans Saints. You got Jameis Winston was 11 to 16, 93 yards and a touchdown. Of course, he threw a touchdown pass to Jimmy Graham. Jake Hayner, 10 of 18, 64 yards. Uh, he also had that big run for 26 yards. Adam Prentice, two, catch, I mean, two rushes for 18. Kendra Miller, eight rushes for 14. Ellis Merriweather, four catches as a right, four, uh, four carries, excuse me, for eight. Then you got Jonte uh, Kirkland, uh, four catches, 44 yards. Jimmy Graham, three catches for 34 and a touchdown. Lucas Crawl, two catches for 23 yards. What Lucas Crawl was doing, I don't know. It was one play, I want to say it was like third down. Lucas Crawl catches the ball, stays on the ground instead of like getting up trying to get that extra yard for the first down. That's one of the reasons I don't feel like he going to make the team. Uh, Shag uh, Davis got two catches for 18 yards. Quan Baker, two catches for 17. A.T. Uh, Perry, three catches for 12. Kendra Miller, three catches for 10. And you got a couple guys on defense. Uh, Nephi Sewell with four solo tackles, six tackles total. Jalen Smith, who should be on his team, with five total tackles and four solo. DeMarco Jackson, four total and one solo tackle. Uh, you got Isaiah Foskey out there, had the sack, you know, and uh, one tackle for loss, of course. Um, but got a lot of these guys man i'm just i'm just i'm looking at probably gonna be tough for a lot of these guys to make this team man um but like i said you know a lot of a lot of a lot of talented players on this team and i i like where the saints went out and tried to make it as competitive as they possibly can this offseason so you know somebody some of these guys are going to get opportunities on other teams uh fry is getting fried out there yeah you ain't lying fry stay getting man that boy stay getting roasted and toasted barbecue chicken absolutely barbecue chicken out there today. <laughs> absolutely my goodness every time i look around that boy getting burned barbecue chicken alert barbecue chicken alert let's see uh boom killed us when he was with the vikings yeah good player man more like a one of those scat bag catch the ball out the backfield guys, but he takes advantage of his opportunities. That's all you can ask for. Uh, we have to pick up O-line depth. Yeah, we, how about we need to pick up a left guard because Andrews Pete is not it. Andrews Pete out there getting whooped, smoked, roasted and toasted. Barbecue chicken alert. Barbecue chicken alert. Barbecue chicken. Right. <laughs> I know it's preseason, but every time I watch the Saints, I want them to win, trying not to take this game serious. Well, look, I'm not really concerned about this game, man. Honestly, man, these, these guys are going to get the hell up out of here virtually unscathed. You know, like, man, you're seeing all these injuries around the NFL, guys getting carted off the field. Uh, you know, look, I ain't trying to see that. We ain't trying to see that. I, I want to see these guys get to the regular season because that's what matters, you know. All the rest of this stuff, you know, is, is good. And, you know, of course, you want guys to, to be able to, you know, be able to take care of their families and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, ain't nobody – I ain't really taking this game serious. That's, that, honestly, that's one of the main reasons I'm live right now. I'm like, why, why, you know, around the time this game going to be over, it's going to be almost 12 midnight. Like, why sit to the end and, you know, who, who cares? You know what I'm saying? Like, you pretty – like, the guys that – We've been excited to see, and we feel like gonna make this team already pretty much playing. You know, like none of these guys, all the rest of these guys, to me, probably for the exception, maybe a few of these wide receivers. You know, I think that 
you know, it's pretty much set in stone. Like they, like they even said, you know, like 45 of the roster spots already filled. So, I mean, come on, man. Like, come on. Like what we got about, you know, a few more roster spots that they can fill. But a lot of these guys, I feel like it's already a foregone conclusion. Like, I think A.T. Perry going to make the squad. I think Shaq Davis going to end up making the squad in the practice squad capacity. You know, but I, mean, I, I don't know. But, I mean, if they win a night, good. If they don't, it's not the end of the world. Uh, Kirkland trying to secure one of those last uh, wide receiver spots. Also, A.T. Perry showing the blocking skills. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was a good block um, that he set up that first down for, for Kirkland. At the beginning of the game, Jameis Winston throwing that wide receiver screen uh, to Kirkland. Yeah, that was a good block by A.T. Perry. Yeah, that's what you want to see, man. It uh, it'll be uh, I'll be at the taking game. Anybody going in the chat? Let me uh, at halftime and drink a beer. I guess let me know so we can meet up at halftime. Yeah, I mean it should be a good game right there. Uh, this game means something to Damian Pierce. Well, I mean, look. <laughs> Damian Pierce is a is a good player, you know, very underrated. Um, had o- almost a thousand yards. I think he on I think he missed a few games last season. So I mean, he was he was on pace to get a thousand yards, man. But that injury that he had uh, late in the season kind of you know caused him not to get it. But he, he's a young, promising back, and I think he only gonna get better as time goes on. The Saints should only lose three games this year. Lions, Patriots, and Vikings. The rest should be easy victories. Well, I, I'm I'm kind of uh, you know skeptical about the whole you know easy thing. You know, like I think that all teams that get better get better every single year. A lot of time right there throwing. Oh man, my goodness, almost an interception right there, man. Man. It- Jake Hanna is doing some very dangerous passes tonight. Very, very dangerous, man. I mean, he he's he's throwing it with a lot of confidence, but these these players for the Houston Texans are really they they really making some plays here. But I mean, look, D'Amico Ryan's to me is probably going to end up being coach of the year. Um, I think that the Houston Texans are gonna be that team that is gonna turn it around and be much better this season. So, you know, I think D'Amico Ryan's, I, I think that he is a guy who is a fiery guy, a passionate guy, and I think those guys can go on and want to run through a wall for him. And, man, good special teams play right there. Good special teams play. Uh, let me see. This game means something to Damian Pierce. I already read this. I said, who you think uh, will be our punt returner this year? Uh, we've been sending a lot of different guys back there. Um I think it's probably going to be Rasheed Shaheed still. I think he's he going to still be returning punts and kicks. I, I think so. I mean, he's a third-string wide receiver. I mean, he. I don't think, that, you know, I think if you're like a first, uh, like a second, uh, or a number one or a number two, I should say, then I feel like you, you know, you probably won't be doing any special team. But he's a third-string wide receiver. I think Rasheed Shaheed going to be the guy. All right, here we go deep. The Saints back on defense. Here's the handoff. Mike Boone again uh, gets a few yards right there. Um, look like tackled by Lonnie Johnson. Uh, it could be wrong. I don't know. Uh, Lonnie Johnson, I think he was tackled by. But anyway, um, let's see. Uh, TJ uh, will be the top independent podcast in the NFL this year for the fifth year in a row. Well, look, 
I, I guarantee you that, you know, I'm always going to be independent. Saints looking okay. Hayner looks shaky. Defense looking good. Yeah, I mean, Hayner just, yeah, Hayner looks a little bit off tonight, but I, I think it's the way that the Houston Texans are coming at him. Like, I, I'm seeing a little bit more of some blitzing right here, but man, my goodness. And my goodness, that was a good push off right there. He up there hyped up. Yeah, you, you fired up, but ain't that offensive pass interference? That looked like offensive pass interference. I mean, am I wrong? <laughs> Let me see what we got. Sims. Oh, yeah, man. He pushed off right there. That's offensive pass interference. Let's see, as aggressive as DA is with roster moves, I'm looking forward to getting a gym or two during the regular season who cuts some available players. Look, I don't look, I don't know if they're gonna get too many of those players. I mean, I'm telling you, like the way that they set things up this past offseason, bringing in a, those guys who, man, these guys have been veterans, they made plays in the league. I think the Saints they, they might get like one or two guys. Man, that man got a lot of time in the pocket. I mean, he's taking a lot of deep shots right there, man. He really wants Adam Humphreys to make this team. <laughs> every time I every time I look at Adam Humphreys, he's trying to make a play. And they, they just got guys out here now. Uh, which young players uh, you have to see make this team? Um, I see Shaq Davis making this team. Um, I see A.T. Perry, of course making a team i think that he's going to be a part of the rotation like i think he would have made the team regardless the saints probably would at worst put him on a practice squad but i think that he's going to be a starter man this this going to be a big play right here uh that was much better than i thought <laughs> i thought he uh, man he had some blockers in front on that screen but no nah, i think that uh shag davis at perry um look also i man Looking at, I think that uh, guys like Smoke Monday probably going to be uh, on special teams. Um, uh, Kendra Miller, of course, uh, I don't think, you know, he's going to be, you know, somewhere like deep on the bench or something like that. I think he's going to play um, Nico uh, Lalos. Um, I think that he's probably he's going to make the team. I don't look. I don't care what anybody says. This dude have four sacks right now right i mean you don't want to be one that team that let a guy like this go he goes to another team and then all of a sudden like you're wondering like why why the saints didn't keep him um i you know i felt like you know what i'm saying like to a certain extent you know traquan smith would have made the team but him not being out there might be tough you know um especially like since we're seeing some of these guys step up as blockers you know, so I, I don't know. Uh, but as far as these young guys, um, they're probably on a bubble. Shaq Davis, Ellis Merriweather, um, A.T. Perry, um, Howden. Uh, I think he's going to make the team going in a special teams capacity also. So those are some of the young guys that I'm looking at. Somebody said Lalos is not making a team. Well, if he don't make the team, it's sad. They, and he should – he should be on the practice squad, but I think a team going to pick him up. I think a team going to pick him up, man. Uh, do you feel like uh, Nico's uh, can be like the guy we let go to the Bengals? Trey Hendrickson? I think so. 
You know, I mean, look, you got to find a place for this guy. And, and to me, look, I, I understand you got uh, Tano Passigno, uh, you got Peyton Turner, you got, you know, Cam Jordan, you got all these other guys. Like, man, you, but you got to find something for this guy. But it's going to be unfortunate, like, if you don't make the team because he's going to go somewhere else and he's going to be a part of the rotation. He's going to make some noise. Uh, send uh Smith to Denver for a pick. Um, <laughs> like, what, what you gonna get for him? Probably at best, like a seven round pick, you know, seven round pick or something like that for him. Uh, let's see. Uh, that's what I'm. I like hearing the Saints think this schedule is easy. Man, I don't, I don't take none of this stuff for granted. You know, I don't. I don't think anybody should take it for granted. And I think the Saints fans shouldn't look past any team. Like. You know, if we like think about this, the Saints didn't make the playoffs last year. And we just we're just saying optimistically that they're going to make it. So imagine like some of these other teams, they fan base feel the same way. And they probably looking at the Saints like, ah, man, the Saints weren't good last year. They ain't going to be good this year. So we can't take these things for granted. (laughs) Somebody said a 10 round pick. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Kirkland getting out of bounds. Man, the Saints need to put together a drive here, man. They need to put together a drive. My goodness. I mean, let's see if they can actually get a drive going. Maybe set up a field goal, at least, at best. Um, But, yeah, I mean, score right now is still 17-10 Houston. 14-50 left in the fourth quarter. Uh, the New Orleans Saints uh, got the ball right now. So let's see what they can actually do here. And I apologize I'm not on camera, folks. Um, Man, I I went out of town this weekend, went to Columbia, South Carolina. had to do something for the radio station. But the cool thing about it is I was able to bring my family, man. So we uh, ended up spending a night out in Columbia. Uh, I was able to uh, go to uh, William Bryce uh, Field, you know, home of the South Carolina Gamecocks. Took some pictures uh, with my family and stuff like that. Had Paxton out there taking pictures with – Former New Orleans Saint and legendary South Carolina running back George Rogers. They got a statue outside the the uh the stadium and uh he took some pictures over there, man. And uh there was a picture that I took of him and he was like staring at the statue of George Rogers. I said, wouldn't that be weird? Like if things come full circle, if he's uh interested in football and he plays and he was to go there or something like that, man. That would probably that would be insane, you know, to, to have a picture like that. But I mean, it's fun, man. It's all like that's the best part of my job, you know, as as a radio broadcaster that I get to like go to these different events and my, I get to bring my family with me, man, which is pretty cool. And, uh, you know, as the, as the season goes on, you know, uh, writing now and uh, covering Coastal Carolina, get to go to Coastal Carolina games and uh, hopefully I get to do some traveling. You know, I'm going to a few Saints games this season in the Dome and probably go to a, a few other uh, away games that the Saints may have. Uh, almost caught, almost caught by Shaq Davis there. Um, incomplete, brings up a fourth and three. I mean, the only thing you can do at that particular moment, I mean, Jake Hayner gave him opportunity. Uh, he almost had it, man. Almost had it. Can't make every play, man. Can't make every play. Somebody said Jimmy Graham is still washed up from my perspective. Well, look, if you're 36 years old, you're not going to be the player that you once was. But I don't think he's washed up. Um, I think that there's still a lane for him, obviously, you know. 
Uh, yeah, I don't think uh Pete is fully recovered. I don't think so either. I think, and to me, I why even be out there? You know, like you're the starting left guard anyway. You know, like so, why even be out there? I don't know if they just put him out there to get some reps. Like I, I don't know. <laughs> they just got him out there for some reps, I guess. But look, that was look, that ain't what you want to put on tape. You know, if he's going back and he's watching that tape and he's seeing himself out there getting, you know, spin moved on by third string defensive ends, that's not helping your confidence. Is Houston really this good? Are they playing their starters? Uh, or is it that we're not playing our starters? I mean, <laughs> Houston is is good. You know, they're a good team. They played their first teamers. You know, they played their first team starters. But, I mean, they're a team that's trying to get better too, you know? I mean, I, look, I'm not taking anything from this game. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I mean, the Saints didn't have any of their offensive starters for the most part out here in this game. So this is not like the Saints going to play the Houston Texans later on in the year. It's going to be a completely different game. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be a completely different look. So, I, I look, I know, I know we want the Saints to win every game. And some of us are looking at this game with extreme frustration. And I can understand all that, but I wouldn't put too much stock into it. But that's just me. Uh, Luke is trying his hardest to make the team, but I don't know what you think, TJ. Uh, if we talk about Lucas Crawl, nah, too up and down for me. Too many, too many tight ends in that room. Uh, if he is on the team, it's probably going to be on the practice squad. Just wait until the regular season starts and put uh, and put that uh, bum back in. You talking about uh, Andrews Pete there? Uh, hit the like button. I agree, man. Look, if you like the State of the Saints podcast, please hit the like button. I really appreciate that if you do. And if you're new, please subscribe. Uh, the Saints are trying to get out of there with no injuries, pretty much. Uh, pretty much, man. Uh, that's what I. That's what I want people to understand. Like it ain't even. It, it's not that deep, man. I know. Like I said, I know people want the Saints to win every single game, and I, I completely understand that. But you know. Oh man, John Cena coming back next week. <laughs> I'm watching a uh the I'm watching a little promo for SmackDown. Oh man, John Cena coming back. All right, pretty dope. Yeah, man. It's yeah, I was watching wrestling last week, man. Unfortunately, we lost uh uh Bray Wyatt, man. Really good wrestler, really good wrestling character, man. That's that was uh yeah, that was a tough one right there, you know. For all my wrestling fans out there, you know, yeah, Bray Wyatt is one of my favorite characters, man. What what a talent. What a talent, man. But, yeah, that's that's one of those uh, Eddie Guerrero type moments for me. Like when Eddie Guerrero died, you know, I, I can remember I was I was in my sophomore year of college. I was at Jackson State and um, I was in the library. I'll never forget this. I was in the library and, um, you know, I was uh, working on a paper and. Man, I was in there for an hour, man, because the paper was had to be supposed to be like 10 or 12 pages or something like that. It was on something, and I just needed a break. So I ended up, um, you know, going on WWE website, and as soon as I went on there, I seen the little graphic for Eddie Guerrero. It was like, born 1967, died 2005. Man, I, look, I saved my paper, and I left the library, man. I was, I was that hurt by it, man, because... You know, that was, that was my favorite wrestler back in the gap. 
Yeah, but uh, rest in peace to Bray Wyatt, man. Rest in peace to Terry Funk, too, man. Terry Funk, the hardcore legend. Chainsaw Charlie. <laughs> Classic matches with uh, Mick Foley back in the day. Cactus Jack. I'm probably losing some of y'all if y'all not wrestling fans, but, hey, I seen that little wrestling graphic. just made me think about that. Uh, I love Coastal Carolina and Troy, Alabama. Deshaun uh, Stoudemire, my fave, a straight dog. Yeah, man, I like Coastal Carolina, man. I mean, it took I had to I have to learn, you know, I had to learn a little bit about them, of course, you know, but just learning about them and writing about them and stuff like that is pretty cool. Um, it, it just opens up a you know a different challenge for me, but I'm I'm ready to embrace it and I'm excited about it. You know, that they, they have their first game uh at home versus Jacksonville State. Um, not uh this week. They they play uh Pasadena against UCLA, but um Looking forward, man, to cover this team. Looking forward to, uh, you know, uh, possibly, you know, going to the games and stuff like that, and, uh, you know, writing, writing for them. Gonna be pretty, pretty dope, man. And it's also pretty uh, cool to be a sports writer now, man. Started on my own publication, GumboPieSports.com. Uh, um, just learn about other NFL teams. Learn about other NFL teams. Uh, writing about different stories. I mean, it's pretty cool, man. Uh, let's see. Jameis needs to be a starter in the NFL. Look, I agree with that. I believe I, I agree that Jameis needs to be a starter in the NFL. I agree with that. Uh, I heard about him passing away at a young age, thirty-six. Man, that that honestly, man, that that shook me up. Like this dude is a year younger than me. You know, and I just think about that, man. Like, dang. And this man got four kids, man. I have one kid, like. He has one child, man. Ain't gonna never know who his dad is, like, cause that baby. I want to say I don't even think it's if if that baby's one a year old, I'm shocked. And man, that just puts everything into perspective in your own life. Just makes you appreciate your life, like especially me as a father, man. Like that's one of the reasons why you know I try to take care of myself, you know, and I try to you know work out and you know stuff like that, man. I, I had. I had like, you know, a little bit of uh, issues with depression, which is the reason why, you know, I took a month off from the show. Uh, but man, you know, a lot of these things, you know, just make put things into perspective in your own life. You know, I, I talked about that on my episode of the uh, of therapy couch that I put out this Friday. And um, I was talking about that, man. But man, love every love every moment of your life you know and, and and cherish it you know even a bad uh, even a bad moments even a bad moments uh definitely gonna miss bray wyatt been a fan since he was husky harris when he made his debut with the new nexus follow the buzzers yeah man yeah that he's always been talented the saints are losing at the superdome it's almost uh time to start heading toward the exit ah man it's preseason jewel <laughs> I mean, your team, y'all got y'all 24-game preseason record snap, right? But it's just preseason. Who cares? I, I take it in an unproven player like Shaq and Lalos over Traquan and Bond. Yeah, I agree. I, look, honestly, I don't even think Zach Bond going to make this team. Look, if, if if I can have Jalen Smith on a team over Zach Bond, bruh, come on, man. Y'all see what Jalen Smith looking like out there. That man looking, that man all over the field. So, I mean, Zach Bond, what you see is what you get. Ain't really showed you much his entire time with the Saints. So, I, I don't know. I, I take him. I take Jalen Smith over Zach Bond any day. The Saints are trying to get. Yeah, I already read that. 
Yeah, man. I mean, look, <laughs> I take I take Jalen Smith over Zach Bond. I look, I won't take Jalen Smith over P1 and Demario Davis. I, I ain't gonna get that crazy, but I take him over Zach Bond. If we're talking about who needs to be on this team at linebacker, like Jalen Smith is talented. Let's see. Uh I really hate that there uh were uh, more Packers Saints games. Breeze versus Rogers almost always lived up to the hype. Uh, we should have played them at least once a year. I agree. Um, you know, you would think like two legendary quarterbacks like that. Uh, you know, I, I think that you know it should have been like a, a Brady versus Manning type thing. I'm also sick of these uh, Colorado uh, versus TCU uh, promos that they keep putting out here, and I, and I'm very very upset at, at the promo. When they they talking about Deion Sanders talking about making something out of nothing, and they're gonna show a picture of him walking out the tunnel at Jackson State, and insinuating that Jackson State was nothing before before he got there. Like, give me a freaking break! Like, I I want this man to be successful at Colorado. I ain't got nothing against him, man. But to say that you know Jackson State wasn't nothing before he got there, I just feel like that just oh wide open right there with that Lucas Crow. Okay, there you go, Lucas. Way to finish. All right. All right. Showing a little passion right there. All right. I mean, it's time for them to go on a drive, man. They've had three straight uh, series. I mean, pretty much sputtered. And that's probably the best pass. That's probably the best pass uh, Jake Hayner threw all night. That's probably the best pass he threw all night. Now, there was a pass that he threw I was talking about with uh, John John Trey Kirkland should have caught. That was a good pass, but probably the best pass that Jake Hayner threw all night. All right, here we go. Ducks and he is sacked. And is that a? I'm shocked. You would think a play like that, did he graze his uh, helmet? Yeah, you know, you can't sneeze on a quarterback these days. Yeah, but the Texans are going to be good, man. The Texans are going to be good this year. They're going to be improved defensively because D'Amico Ryans is really good. That's his calling card. He got some guys came over from the 49ers uh, with him. You know, guys like Jimmy Ward came over. Uh, his uh, defensive coordinator came over. Offensive uh, co coordinator came over from him. So I, I think that, you know, they're going to be a really good team. Uh, and that's what I'm talking about right there. See what I'm saying? Lucas Carl goes from making one catch. You know, looking real good. Then the next thing you know, an easier catch come through and he misses. See, that's the reason why I don't feel like you're going to make the team. Uh, you write about Bond. Yeah, I mean, Bond is what you see or what you get. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Lucas Crowell, to me, he has talent. But it's too up and down. It's too erratic. You know, like one minute he making a play, you know, getting a first down. Then the next thing you know, he dropping an easy pass. That, that pass should have been caught. Would it have been a first down? No, it wouldn't have not. But you still got to catch the pass. It's third and 16. <laughs> Here we go. The Saints are in the gun. All right. It looks like a timeout is called. But it's, it's the inconsistent. It's the inconsistency. That's what's going to keep him off the field. It's, he's too up and down, man. It's the yo-yo effect. You know, it's the, you know, it's a roller coaster of emotions. And you don't make the team like that. You got to be consistent. Got to be consistent. And he is not. Um... Let's see. Already read that. And I'm just looking at some of you for some of your comments. And thank y'all, man. Thank y'all for being here tonight. How everybody doing tonight? 
everybody doing on this uh Sunday night? Hope everybody doing fine. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> man, the NFC is like completely different. I mean, a lot of young quarterbacks, a lot of guys, you know, have to prove, you know, that they can be an elite quarterback. I mean, it, it's it's amazing. There we go. Good run. Good run right there. Not going to get the first down, but, you know, good carry right there. Bring up four down. What are we going to do? What are the Saints going to do on this four down? All right, see where they at. Okay, so they're going to bring uh, Blake Groupie out here, try to see if he can make this field go. Here we go right here, man. I mean, a lot of people looking at this right now, you know. A lot of teams still need a kicker. Not very confident with the kicker that they have. This is a 50-yard field goal indoors. Here we go. Kick is up. And, man, incredible right there. He could have made that from 60. Straight down the middle. Man, if you if you will, Lutz, man, you like, damn this kid. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Well, hey, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, man. <laughs> it's gonna be interesting. Now he could have made that from sixty, though. I'm telling you, man. Will Will Lutz on the sidelines, like, damn. I'm serious, man. Cause can can y'all imagine though? Like, I'm I'm knocking on wood when I say this, but can you imagine? Like, okay, if the Saints be like, okay, we are gonna roll Will Lutz, and then he has a season like he did last year, and then Blake Groupie goes to another team and just becomes Justin Tucker. <laughs> But that would be, but that would be so Saints, though. You know, <laughs> that would be so Saints. Like they always used to, like back in the day. Not so much these days, but back in the day, man, they will always get players. They used to be not so good for the Saints, and then they'll leave and go somewhere else, and then all of a sudden, like they'll just be world beaters or really good, really good contributors to their team. You know, but Will Lutz, man, I'm telling you, you know. Well, let's got to be like, damn, this kid. Okay, here we go, man. Come on, special teams. Come on, get this man on the ground now. There you go. Let's see, TJ, I live in Columbia. I wish I could have met you. Yeah, man, I was, hey, man, I was in, yeah. Man, this is my second time going to Columbia in probably, what, like a month and a half. I, lo I love Columbia, man. I love going down there, man. I, uh, Me and my wife uh, and my son, of course, we went down there. And we ate at uh, Kiki Chicken and Waffles. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, Kiki Chicken and Waffles. That's my, that's my wife's favorite spot right there, man. She liked those uh, velvet waffle, uh, red velvet waffles that they be serving up in there. But, yeah, man, we, we go to uh, Columbia uh, quite a bit. Now, I like Columbia, man. If I had, like, a, a radio opportunity or, can, you know, maybe cover, like, South Carolina, man, I wouldn't mind moving there. I'll be honest with you. I, I like it. I, I like uh, Columbia. It's a... It seems like it's it's more it's a little bit more progressive, you know what I'm saying? And um seems like there's always something to do. Plus it's kind of it's it plus it's closer to Atlanta, you know what I'm saying, than just being on the back part of South Carolina, you know. Uh sometimes uh you have to gamble. I take groupie considering less injury history. That's fair. That's fair. Uh so TJ, uh when can we expect a uh a record prediction show? This week. <laughs> Yeah, this week, you know, I, I make sure I put it out this week. Y'all know how we do it, man. We do it at the end of the preseason. 
I mean, Charles, it's just been it's just been kind of crazy, man. I mean, I got you know, I mean, I got like different podcasts that I'm doing now. I'm doing stuff for the radio station, so yeah. But I definitely gonna you know, it's it's still gonna be on schedule though. We still gonna be doing that this week. So look look for the uh the predictions uh episode of the State of Saints podcast to come out. Uh, oh yes, I eat there all the time. Yeah, Kiki chicken and waffle, man. That, that, that spot right there. Uh, TJ, I'm trying to get chosen to do a parody song with some lyrics I sent him that makes fun of rappers who snitch on themselves and songs. I feel like you could put a verse down yourself. Oh, okay, all right, man. Good breakup by Troy Pride right there. He needed that. Troy Pride, you needed that one, man. Good, you needed that from a bounce back last week. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, it's uh, it's all good. I know you grinding. If you ever need a co-host, I got you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I, I got some uh podcasts in the work, man. Like I said, I got the Therapy College podcast that that comes out every Friday. Um, that that podcast just focuses on just my life, man. Cause you know, there's a lot of people out here that just know me from the state of the Saints, but you know, there's other elements of, of me, you know what I'm saying, that I like to talk about and express. So that that comes out on Friday. Uh, Man, somebody just muffed the punt. My goodness. Wow. Wow. Wow, wow. Sloppy. Yeah, man, let's just get up out of here, man, and, and, and keep it moving. Yeah, man. Friday, hey, Friday, man. Look, Friday, they don't even have to. Friday don't even have to worry about going too far, man. He can just, you know, they can they can just have his bags packed already. Like Friday, like Friday. Mm -hmm. What a terrible game! What a terrible game for him. Like you, this dude blocked his man into John Trey Kirkland. Wow. Fried man, look, get that bum up out of here. Like, man, like he might as well just go ahead. Like, Dennis Allen just needs to be like, man, come here, man. Just go, go ahead, take your, <laughs> go ahead, take your helmet and stuff off, man. You, you can, you can hit the showers early. That man been, that man been screwing up all game long. Like, fry, that ain't it, bro. That, that ain't it. But you know, there's a Planet Fitness with your name on it right now. Planet Fitness uh, trainer, you know, they, they ready for you. You know, Seattle Sea Dragons are calling. The Memphis Showboats are calling because that ain't it, man. <laughs> that man is, that man is. Barbecue chicken fish. alert. Barbecue chicken alert. <laughs> barbecue chicken. If he think he making a team. No, no, no. Come on, come on. <laughs> that man is not making a team, man. <laughs> he gonna cry in the car. He gonna cry in the cuff. You see Amazon delivery service here. We go. <laughs> he gonna cry the cuff. Uh, some of these players are going to be on the team next weekend. Nah, I mean that's it. That's it, man. Look, Fry is done. That is Fry, man. Fry, man, Fry is done. That is it. He ain't got no. He ain't got no more opportunity. That's it. <laughs> Barbecue chicken alert. For real, man. That's. That man is suspect. I mean, every time I look down at the phone, I'm serious. I'm watching this on my phone right now, right? I'm watching this on my phone. Every time I look down, he, he's screwing something up, like giving up a big play, whiffing on a tackle. Like, my goodness, man. 
I swear, only in preseason can you laugh at stuff like this. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's gonna it's gonna get real in the regular season. It's gonna get real in the regular season. Uh, Saints uh, are back to pre-Drew Brees Saints. Uh, um, I guess this is a Houston Texans fan. Man, bro, just preseason. Calm down, settle down, bro, settle down. Man, settle down, like <laughs> like you are. Like if if you like this in a regular season, then then talk to me, man. But you don't hear talking, you know, it's about preseason. Like, come on, man, give me a freaking break. Like seriously, like I ain't even mad at you. Like I, I like the Houston Texans. I hope that y'all are successful. But man, it's preseason. Like slow, slow, slow your roll. That man, that man, no, uh, he, he excited about the Houston Texans. He got on YouTube and like, man, let me find the Saints page so I can troll. <laughs> Like, dude, come on, man. It's preseason. Like, I like the energy. I, I like the passion, but it's preseason. All right, calm down. <laughs> Said Dennis Allen is not a good coach, though. I mean, you preaching to the choir over here, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> like I, I don't know if you, I don't know if you think these uh, insults are going to like affect us or something. But I mean, everything that you're saying, we pretty much already know here. <laughs> This, this is not a delusional YouTube channel where we just wave the pom-poms over here. Like, seriously. Like, yeah, we, we agree with y'all on that. He definitely has to prove something. Um, what, what are we doing? I don't even know. what. Okay, so it was reverse. Okay. So he got bailed out. But still, it was a terrible play. You know what I'm saying? Still, still it was terrible. Still, it was absolutely hot garbage. I mean, I, I don't know, man. All I know is all I know is Fry uh needs to exit stage left. Let's see. Uh JC is playing not to get. Um uh, poor guy, your team has never won anything. Well, look, I gotta say, man, I, I didn't understand the 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 energy, the positivity, you know what I'm saying? Him being fired up, watching his team on national TV look good defensively. They flying around the field, but it's preseason, you know? It's preseason. You know, like, no, nobody cares about this. Like, let's just be serious, man. Let's be serious. Uh, let's see. Who that? We are looking forward to working with you at uh, HNSN uh, this season, TJ. Yeah, man. Yeah, shouts out to uh, – yeah, shouts out to HNSN, man. Um, I actually uh, joined the network, of course, um, and um, I'll be working, uh, you know, with them uh doing a state of the saints every single week so i'm excited about that man you know uh man you know getting signed to a, a podcasting network you know a, a network that's believing in me and you know a network that's on the rise and you know man any way that i can contribute you know to something that's already growing that's going to be huge uh is a blessing you know i'm looking forward to it like i'm, I'm really fired up man so uh, we're gonna be starting that project. Uh, starting what next week? Next week we're gonna be uh, you know, first episode of State of the Saints podcast. Uh, on HNSN. Excited, yeah. Make sure y'all and also you know you got to download the app too, the uh, HNSN app. You know, what I'm saying make sure that y'all do that so y'all be able to check out the State of the Saints podcast. Yeah, man, that's that's, that's exciting stuff right there, man. Yeah, he kind of he kind of killed <laughs> he kind of stole the fire because I was gonna. Uh, mention i was gonna actually mention that on the next episode about that but i'm i'm excited about that yeah the state of saints podcast got uh, signed by the uh, hnsn uh, podcast network uh but let's see uh 
Uh, he got bailed out, but Fry got to go. Yeah, Fry. Oh, man, Ellis Merriweather. Good run. Good run right there by Ellis Merriweather. Uh, poor Jake Hayner is playing not to get hurt. Well, I mean, he, that's what you want. I see. Uh, that's right. A blessing. Amen. Yeah, it is a blessing, man. You know, man, you start, I started this podcast in 2018. And uh, yeah, like I said, we're in 2023. And man, we got... We got sponsors, uh, part of a podcast network. I mean, we've had some of the most well-respected. Like, I don't understand. Like, seriously, we've had some of the most well-respected re- reporters in the world of sports on this podcast, right? I mean, that we've had, what, Steve Weiss was on here last week. Steve Weiss has been on the show three times. Uh, Stan Verrett has been on this show. Jim Trotter has been on this show. Right. Uh, every Saints reporter that you can think of, probably for the exception of Catherine Terrell, has been on this show. Nick Underhill has been on here. Uh, my guy Rod Walker has been on here. John DeShazer has been on here. The voice of the New Orleans Saints, Mike Hoss, has been on here. Uh, legendary right tackle Zach Streif has been on this show. I mean, bro, like, man, my boy Mario Elwes was on this show. Man, we've had some man, we've had some guests on this show. I, I don't know if y'all do this or not, but go back into the archives. Uh Rashad Matthews has been on this show. Um, man, I got a uh my guy, you know, my guy B uh Brian McFadden has been on this show. Man, my goodness. We we've had a lot of guests, man. Emery Hunt from CBS Sports has been on this show. So yeah, but we, we've we've been blessed to have a lot of people, you know, come come on this show, man. And I, I'm I'm appreciative, man, that they, you know, would be able, you know, just stop by and and and, and you know and talk to us about you know about the NFL and you know their experiences and some of the things that they that they feel. But pretty dope, man. It's pretty it's pretty pretty dope here on the State of the Saints podcast. Uh, why are they showing uh Texas players uh and not the Saints players? Um, I mean the way the Saints playing right now, I mean, can you blame? <laughs> okay, where we got? Where, where you kicking from now? Hey, if this man, if this man makes this field goal, if this what we at right now? This looking, this looking a sixty. If this man make this sixty yard field goal, Will Lutz, goodbye. If this man makes this 60-yard field goal, Will Lutz, I love you, my brother, but bye-bye. If he makes, nah, he ain't got it. He he had the leg for it, though. He had the leg. We got Will Lutz looking like, shit. <laughs> that boy Will Lutz. <laughs> that boy Will Lutz was scared. <laughs> man, Will Love was scared to death right there. Hey, he had the leg though. He had enough. He had enough leg. That's all right, Blake. <laughs> hey, he had the leg though. I'm hey. He had he had the leg for it though. He. It, <laughs> Will uh, <laughs> Will let's game, boy. Will let's like, oh snap. <laughs> I'm still saying goodbye to Lutz. That's my boy, but damn. Hey that man. <laughs> that, boy, that boy Will Let's see the job flash for his eye. <laughs> uh, Lutz is worried. Yeah, he is. 
uh like his job is safe. Man, Will Lutz was nerd, man. Will Lutz, he tried to play it on. Will Lutz was scared, man. Hey, but still, man, did y'all see that man kick? He he could have made man, he could have made that from he could have man, he could have made at least a 63-yard field goal. Man, these boys, man, these boys ain't trying to win tonight. <laughs> these boys ain't trying to play tonight, man. What is that? On the Cincinnati, man. On the on the Tennessee. I'm just happy. I'm just happy. The next time we see Saints football, I see these referees don't want to get out of here. Uh, I'm just I'm just glad the next time we see Saints football is gonna matter. Uh, the new kicker sounds fantastic. Yeah, man, that boy sound that boy that boy almost made that sixty yard field goal. Will Lutz, like, they off next Friday. I hope he don't get it. Uh, bet uh, he won't get it. Hey, look, all, all I know is that boy on the sideline, he could try to play it off, man, but that 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 kid applying some pressure on that boy. And if he would have, like, seriously, if he would have made that field goal, I think it would be time to call up Denver. Uh, will Sean Payton act for Will Lutz? I think he will. I think he will. Uh, I really hope we keep Blake. Uh, he had uh good games. Look, I I still believe in Will Lutz. You know what I'm saying? I look, I I, I like Blake Groupie. You know what I'm saying? I, he definitely has shown a lot. But you know, I mean, based on what I've seen, and and quite frankly, look, I don't know if Will Lutz is upset. You know what I'm saying? Because the Saints are allowing. I mean, it, you can look at this two ways, right? Blake Groupie is getting the majority of the kicks tonight because they're trying to put him on display or it's just the fact that they're just confident that Will Lutz is their guy. So I, I'm just, I'm just wondering, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just wondering, like, you know, are the saints, are they putting Will Lutz on ice? Cause they think about trading him. Do they feel like he's confident? Like they confident and they know what they get from him and they just want to see what Blake can do. I, I don't know. I mean, but the way he's looking on on the sideline looked like, you know what I'm saying, he kind of kind of excuse my friends, pissed off that he's not out there. The real uh bullets are going to start flying soon. Exactly. Uh let's see. Sean could have uh Lutz for a fourth round draft pick. Yeah, he can have him. And the camera crew uh knew what they was doing. They put that camera right on. <laughs> yeah, they knew what they were doing. That's, that's what it's about. Drama, right? We have to prepare for the future. And that starts with the new kicker. Well, look, I, I look, <laughs> I ain't mad. You know, what I'm like that, that dude got a leg on him. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I, you can't get mad at nobody making miss a sixty yard kick. You know what I'm saying? Like sixty yards. But I mean, the fact that he got it there, that that's the impressive part. I remember he missed field goal attempts. Yeah, I mean, Will Lutz had a terrible season last year, and that's the reason why Blake Group is here. You know. Uh, must have been the win. Uh, nah, it wasn't a win. Just was a bad kick. It's indoors, right? <laughs> I knew you was just being sarcastic with that. Uh, got about two minutes, thirty-eight seconds left. Uh, fourth and two. So I'm pretty sure Houston is gonna try to go for it. Try to get this fourth. Uh, try to get this and convert it. If they get it, then you know they win and we can get up out of here. All right, here we go. Perry throws the ball wide open, man. Nothing but space and opportunity. Uh, bad pass. You know, I mean, the dude was wide open. Ain't nothing where it was space and opportunity. But 
Good news is the Saints, uh, they get themselves a little two-minute drill here. So let's see what we can do. And shouts out to Giant Mechie, man. You know, I mean, the guy went through a lot, battled leukemia. Uh, looked like he going to play this season. So, man, you know, it's good to hear, like, stories like that. So shouts out to Giant Mechie, man. I mean, good player. Everybody know about him. You know, went to the University of Alabama. Uh, you know, really good player. I want to say he's from Canada, if I'm not mistaken. Um but really good, you know, really good wide receiver, man. Really was good in college. Uh, looking forward to seeing what he can do in the pros. Lucas Crawl, you know, with the first down, gets out of bounds. Two minutes, 15 seconds left. Let's see if, let's see if the Saints can get punch this into the end zone. All right? Two-minute drill. See if you can finish it out strong. Then we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show at that. <laughs> Call it a night. It's been a long day for your boy, man. Got up this morning, drove from Columbia back home, uh, went to the gym. You know, it's been a long day. It's been a long day. Let's see. Snap. Jake Hayner in the shotgun. Here we go. Got pressure. Throw the ball away. Get it out of there. Get it out of there. Good job. All right. Brains up second and 10. Uh, backup O-line was not helping. I mean, that. Keyword is backup. I mean, that, that tells you everything you need to know right there. Crow looking good in mop up. Well, I mean, too inconsistent for me. Uh, Hannah throwing uh, Dodge TJ, I think, <laughs> by TV ahead. Um, yeah, I think your TV may be ahead, man. I'm, I'm at second and 10, so uh, with two minutes and nine seconds left. Let me see what we got. Jake Hayner steps, pumps, runs. All right, good pass right there. Lucas Crawl again, uh, converting on the first down. That brings us to the two-minute warning. Can the New Orleans Saints facilitate this two-minute drive? All right, got to give credit to Lucas Crawl on this one, man. Find the soft spot in the defense right there. Uh, Jake Hayner stepping up in the pocket. Man, I, look, people may not want to hear this, but I'm going to be real. Aiden O'Connell and Jake Hayner. I, I watched I watched quite a few uh rookie quarterbacks. Jake Hayner and Aiden O'Connell probably were the two best rookie quarterbacks that played in preseason this season. That that includes Anthony Richardson, CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, like name like I, I Tanner McKee played pretty good as well. But yeah, man, like Aiden O'Connell and Jake Hayner have probably been like the two best rookie quarterbacks that have really taken advantage, who have really taken advantage of those opportunities. Uh, let's see. Say, crawl looking good. Let's see. Game over, good night, I'm going. <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, I assume something happened if Lee Huncho just said game over, good night. So let's see what happened. Let's see what happened here. <laughs> All right. According to my television, it's first and 10. Let me see what we got here. All right. Snap. Here we go. Pass. Phase up in the air, and it is intercepted. Thank you. God bless. Good night. Okay. There we go. Intercepted by Arnold's. Who had, who's had a really good game? um i don't know uh well from the looks of it it looked like lucas crawl oh my goodness now nah, lucas crawl stopped on the route yep lucas lucas crawl yeah. lucas crawl yep he was supposed to okay 
I see, I see what Lucas Crow was supposed to go a little bit, you know, deeper into that route. He did not. But it is what it is, man. I mean, it's all right, Jake. You know, uh, it seemed like that was just a miscommunication right there. But all in all, I mean, it's been a good preseason for the New Orleans Saints. You know, it's, it's been a good preseason. I mean, you get, you know, you finish with a record of two and one. And uh, you got some things that you can build on. You know, some guys tonight put some really good stuff on tape, made a compelling case for themselves. Then you got other guys out here that didn't really do anything to try to, you know, help their cause. Um, but all in all, I mean, I'm 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 impressed at what I saw for the most part, especially like for some of the younger players, the A.T. Perrys, uh, the Brian Brzees, um, you know, really, you know, have – really stepped up and made us really really optimistic about uh what the season is going to look like we see michael thomas in a few games um you know we seen jimmy graham uh turn back the clock tonight uh and also man just on the houston texas side man you got to give credit with credit do cj strout you know really good passing tonight i mean he showed some accuracy showed some poise in the pocket um you know the running game of the houston Texans, they offensive line looked pretty good uh let me see we know that the saints are still gonna be playing so what they're gonna cry call a timeout or they just gonna let the clock run well they talk no they on their final timeout so if they get a stop right here um if they run a football they probably get the ball back with about a minute and about a, a minute left so still get another opportunity we'll see Let's see if they can actually get a stop here. If they can get off the field on third down and 12. I mean, this is a moment right here. There's a moment for some of these guys out here right now on the bubble. Let's see if somebody can make a play here on a third and 12. I mean, some like I said, 30, 31 other teams are watching this right now. Let's see if they can make a play. Here we go. Perry snaps the ball, hands it off right here. And no, they do not get it. He brings up fourth down. All right. Good tackle right there by Lonnie Johnson Jr. And there's a flag on a play. More than likely, it's probably going to be going against the Houston Texans offensive line. I'm pretty sure this will be declined, bringing up a fourth down. And it also helps the Saints if it if it is on the Houston Texans if they stop the clock. Let's see what we got here. Okay, yeah, against the offense, and a penalty more than likely will be. It's going to replay the third down. Uh, I would have thought you would decline it, but hey. <laughs> I don't know if that helped or not. I mean, you got a minute and thirty eight seconds left on the clock. Right. I'm I'm pretty sure more than likely this is going to be a running play. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is more than likely going to be a running play. So if it is, you know, you're going to get the ball back with under, you know, under a minute. That's what I'm saying. Thank you. I mean, that that's smart. I about to say decline that. I mean, that that helps you. I mean, the penalty stops the clock for you. It's fourth down. You get the ball back. Yeah, I mean, let's just make sure that Fry stays as far away as possible. <laughs> let's get Fry away from the play. 
and let's see what we can do here, man. All right, here we go. Fourth and six. Punt is on the way. All right, we got to make sure we secure this. All right, it, it looks returnable. Well, he calls for a fair catch. Okay. So you got a minute and 30 left. No timeouts. Jake Hayner on the field. Let's see what we can do, okay? Let's see if the Saints can actually punch this in with a minute and 30 seconds left on the clock. Way to get off the field, though. You got to give credit what credit is doing on that. The Saints defense got him off the field, got the ball back into their hands. All right, let's see. Let's see what Jake Hayner does here. Snap. All right. Uh, and that almost intercepted. I mean, Arnold Arnold has been all over the field, right? I can tell you one person that's going to be on the Houston Texans team is Arnold. <laughs> I mean, Lucas Crawl, bro, how many times, like, you just going to wave your hands up in there like, you know, like somebody didn't, you know, for P.I. or something. Like, you know, nobody believes you at this particular point. And why is it that Lucas Crawl is the only, like, is Lucas Crawl the only receiver out here? Like, four straight pass plays that went to Lucas Crawl. And that's dropped. Yeah, they ain't trying to win tonight. <laughs> they ain't trying to win. Man, somebody please bail out your quarterback. Hey, Ellis Merriweather, if you would have caught that, that, that could have been an, at least a first down. Move the chains, but third and 10. Men and 20 left. Let's see what we got here. All right, Jake Hayner. I mean... 16 of 34, 153 yards and an interception. Let's see what we got. All right, here we go. Steps up in the pocket, climbs the pocket, throws the pass. Off to the sideline, it is caught uh, by John Trey Kirkland for the first down. At least somebody can, can catch. I don't know what's up with, like, nah, look, I don't know if him and Jake was talking. I'm talking, Lucas Crawl was talking. He was like, hey, man, look, I'm going to go out here. And uh, I just need you to throw me some passes, man. I'm really trying to make the team here. But, man, it, that this is not working. I get it. Like, maybe in, like, you know, right in the middle of the field, you know what I'm saying, a little dump down. But, I mean, these, these routes they running and throwing to. Man, Eric, man, he, he, just, he just trying to make uh, Arnold play of the game, isn't he? <laughs> Arnold, Arnold, Arnold might be defensive player of the year. <laughs> Shoot. If Jake Hayner was quarterback in there, it seemed like every time he's around the football. Come on, man. You got a minute and eight left. Come on, man. Make something happen. Come on. Who's going to make a play? And that's dropped. Yeah, man, Lucas Crawling is not making the New Orleans Saints team, yo. I'm sorry. Yeah, he, they're not, he is not making the team. It, it, that ain't happening, Captain. That is, that is not happening. Let's see what we got here. All right, rolling out of pocket. Here we go. And Jake Hanner gets a few yards. Okay, that brings up fourth down. 
55 seconds left on the clock. I'm pretty sure some of y'all are here. That's why I'm not looking at the comments right now. So <laughs> I'm not looking at the comments right now. I'm looking down. So I'm pretty sure some of y'all probably here that y'all probably already know what's going on. But uh, I'm, I'm just looking down. All right. So let's see what we got. This is fourth and four. Fourth and four. All right. Here we go. Game on the line. 55 seconds left. Jake Hanner snaps. Looks. And that is incomplete. Was it intercepted? And that's about it. An interception. Man, I don't know why they keep on trying to make that, that out. That ball should be thrown right now. That ball should be. That ball was late. That That's the reason why right there. Watching him the entire time. Man, what a play. I can't even get mad at that. What what athletic play? What athletic play? Man. Man, I'm so mad right now. Get crawl. Uh, however you say his name, get him off my team, man. Man, what Lee, come on, man. It's preseason. Who cares? Like, seriously. Like Lucas Crawl was a long shot making his team anyway. You got Jawan Johnson, Foster Morrow, you got Taysom Hill, you got Jimmy Graham. Yeah, he wasn't making his team. And it, like I said, it's preseason. Who cares? I'm just happy this game is over. I'm just happy to join over. Like, for real. Like, they they could have came out here preseason game three, took a bunch of knees. I wouldn't have cared. Uh, let's see. Our boy Jake was checking it down to 35. Yeah, it looked like, I don't know, you were trying to get Lucas Crawl to make the team or something. But Lucas Crawl, that, that is not it. That is not it, my friend. I like you. I, I thought you had, you know, I, I think that you got some talent there, but inconsistent. The, the, the XFL is calling your name. <laughs> like Kim said, <laughs> calling your name now. <laughs> the XFL is calling your name, man. Yes, sir. Seattle Sea Dragons. What they call it, what the New Jersey Generals? <laughs> yeah, they calling you, man. They calling you. What they saying to you? They saying, boy, we need you. They need you in a mighty way, as the church folks say. In a mighty way. That boy that boy is XFL ready. Because that definitely ain't it. He'll be a star in XFL. They need some. But final score, Houston Texans 17, the New Orleans Saints 13. Um, My thoughts on this game is I'm glad that it's over. Now we can move on to the regular season and actually focus on some games that actually matter. Don't know who who helped themselves tonight. I ain't going to lie to you. A lot of guys I, I just feel like was already going to make the team. I can't think of a guy that helped themselves tonight. I mean, can you? Who helped themselves tonight? <laughs> I mean, we already knew Brian Brzee was a beast. We knew nothing was going to happen with Isaiah Foskey. You know what I'm saying? They, I mean, he's a second-round pick for God's sakes. But he did show up. I mean... Who helped themselves tonight? Jimmy Graham? Okay, I mean, uh, to me, I think Jimmy Graham was going to make the team anyway. Yeah, Blake Groupie. Okay, Blake Groupie. Yeah, he made he made a case for himself. Made his, I mean, if he didn't make a case for the Saints, he definitely made a case for another team. 
I was hoping to see starters today. Um, I, I wasn't surprised. I mean, what what team like for the most part do you, you see they start they starters play in the last game preseason? I mean, the reason why the reason why the starters for the Texans was out there because C.J. Stroud played. C.J. Stroud is a rookie, so that's the reason why. You know, you ain't you you are not about to have your your star future your franchise quarterback out there playing with second and third string offensive linemen like that that's like if you're doing that as a coach like you should be fired cj stroud didn't uh recognize his former linebacker without uh the 20 ohio state jersey after the game are you talking about p warner <laughs> let's see uh 107 in the chat including my black behind says uh i'm going to need hannah to learn to take the check down yeah I, I, th- I don't know, man. I think he was just trying to push the issue tonight. I mean, he, he definitely didn't look the part tonight. Uh, Derek Carr should have played. He ain't that special not to. Well, look, dude is a veteran, and you're not going to put your veteran quarterback out there. You know, that's just the way that it goes. Like, I mean, <laughs> you think the Jets fans mad that they ain't see Aaron Rodgers until the last game? Like, who cares? Like, you want to – like. People want to make sure that their their starting veteran quarterbacks are available week one, and no need for them to go out there and take that level of punishment, especially if y'all putting the work in behind the scenes and you know doing the right things and, and working on chemistry. I I don't care. I didn't care. I mean, why 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 would we want to see Derek Carr anyway? Why should Derek Carr play? Right? I mean, just to fulfill our needs. Oh, Derek Carr is out there, like. I'd rather see him out there week one versus the Tennessee Titans win a game that matters. I, I mean, we already know what we got for uh, Derek Carr. I mean, yeah, that, that's just what it is. Everybody know who he is. He's a starting quarterback, veteran quarterback, and the Saints weren't trying to put him out there in harm's way, and I don't blame him. I do not blame him. Um, but I ask that you all hit the like button uh, if you enjoy the State of the Saints podcast, if you enjoy the content. Uh, we went live a little bit early at the beginning of the third quarter. And uh, we, you know, and now we're about to, you know, wrap it up in, in just a few minutes. I know some people just joined in, probably were just watching the game and probably just wanted to check out some of this commentary and some of the Saints commentary. But we've been talking like throughout the entire time, you know, like the game and what we've seen in the second half. Um, we'll go, we can go over some stats if y'all want. Let's go ahead and take a look at it. The final uh, stats of the game. Um, let me see. Let me. I'm pulling up the stats right now for the game. And let me see. Houston Texans. And let me see. Here we go. Okay, so uh, Jake Hayner, 17 of 38, 172 yards. Uh, no touchdowns, two picks, quarterback rating of 36, absolutely awful. Uh, <laughs> Jay Gaynor also had two uh carries for 32 yards. Ellis Merriweather, eight carries for 32. Adam Prentice, two carries for 18. Kendra Miller, eight carries for 14. Uh, Shaq Davis, one carry for a minus five yards. Lucas Cross, seven c- catches for 106 yards. <laughs> Uh, you got John Trey Kirkland at five catches for 63. Jimmy Graham, three for 34. Shaq, two for 18. Uh, Quan Baker, two for 17. Let me, all right, so let me go ahead and just 
uh, go throughout and I'm going to name as I'm naming guys, I'm going to say who I feel like is going to make the team. All right. So let me see some of the guys I named. We know Jake Hand or Jameis Winston. They both making the team. Ellis Merriweather, I think he's going to make the team uh, as more of a like a practice squad guy. Adam Prentice. Um, yeah, he's making the team. Kendra Miller making the team. Shaq Davis making a team, practice squad. Lucas Crow not making a team. Unfortunately, John Trey Kirkland, as good as he played, I don't think he's going to make the team. Not this team. Jimmy Graham will make the team. Quan Baker not making the team. A.T. Perry will. Um, already mentioned him. Nephi Sewell, long shot. Jalen Smith should make the team. Anthony Johnson more than likely won't make the team. Uh, Nick Anderson, practice squad at best. Uh, DeMarco Jackson will make the team, special team. Ugos Amadi, uh, uh, I think, yeah, more than like he'll make the team as a special teams guy. Jordan Howden's probably going to be on the practice squad. John DeAbram, <sighs> probably not. Elante Taylor making the team. Kyle Phillips, I don't think I don't think he'll make the team. Andrew Fry, <laughs> ah, nah. Uh, Nico Lelos, a coin, a coin flip. If I'm a betting man, I'm gonna say probably not based on the depth chart. Isaiah Foskey making a team. He had a sack tonight. Uh, Prince of Millie, uh, nah, I don't think so. Uh, Jack Heflin, no. Uh, Jerron Cage, eh, nah. Anthony Orgy, practice squad. Troy Pride, no. Malcolm Roach, absolutely. Tano Passio, absolutely. JT Gray, come on, man, absolutely. Ty Summers, practice squad. Uh, Isaac uh, Yadam, uh, nah. Uh, Lonnie Johnson Jr., yes. Smoke Monday, yes. Brian Brissy, absolutely. So that's what's the way I think it's going. Uh, man, if I'm a betting man, I'm going to say Will Lutz makes the team over Blake Groupie. Uh, and that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Those are the guys that I think are going to make the team. Okay. I should have, I should have, uh, I should have had the sound bite going, huh? So when I'd be like, Isaac, yeah. <laughs> uh, when, we, uh, when we talk about somebody that's just so so doggone obvious that's not gonna make the team like your boy uh adrian fry right is adrian fry gonna make the team absolutely not no that boy ain't making the team uh that boy that boy <laughs> that boy adrian fry for my life Yeah, fight for his life out there. <laughs> You're fighting as hard as he can, man, but it just wasn't working. It just wasn't it. Boy, you crazy if you think Fry a lock. Uh, a lock for what? <laughs> a lock for 24-hour fitness, LA fitness uh, personal trainer? Absolutely. A straight up lock for that. Right? But if you think he making this thing. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, TJ Adam Prentice at running back had me thinking. <laughs> thinking about what? I mean, I ain't going to lie, man. He he, he looked uh, kind of shifty out there tonight. Like that one run that he had, but come on, man. Like they, the Saints too talented at the running back position for him to be out playing around with him. Tyrone Silas says, do you think we should make more moves for week one? I mean – 
you should always like keep your options open now. You should always keep your options open. So, you know, you should always be looking at other teams and seeing what they they got rid of and and see if, you know, if you, they you, they can provide something for your team. I mean, that's just the way that it goes, you know. I mean, to me the Saints played pretty well this preseason. You know, they, they played pretty well, but um you know, there's always and there's always other teams out there that's looking and trying to find guys and you know, so all right. I, I think the only thing I'm gonna try to wait for the um press conference of head coach Dennis Allen and then then after that we'll just call it a night. How about that? Because I know some people just joined in and uh probably didn't test the entire show. So See, Hayner had a rough night, a rough game, huh? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't his best showing. It definitely wasn't his best showing tonight. He's better than that. Josh was calling for Prentice to run a ball. Uh, we need better uh, backup O-line. I agree with that. In the words of R. Kelly, I'm trying to take care of my kids, and I can't do it after TJ said Fry fight for his life. <laughs> that man will fight for his life out there, man. <laughs> That man was out there getting roasted and touched. Barbecue chicken alert. Barbecue chicken alert. Barbecue chicken alert, man. Let's see. Are we keeping a crawl over Jimmy? Are we keeping a crawl over Jimmy? No, no, no. Come on, come on. Oh, come on, man. You know that ain't happening. No, sir. Lucas Crawl need to exit stage left after what I seen tonight. And I like him. But man, dude, too up and down for me, man. That's stock market. That's that's too up and down for me. Roller coaster ride. Now, I, I, I want to. I'm, I'm good on it. Like, bro, you gotta take advantage of opportunities. You can't be out here catching one hand snags and and mossing people on first down and then missing wide open catches on second down. Like, nah, bro, that ain't that ain't it. Call got <laughs> crawl got more drops than catches. Exactly. I mean, let me see how many. Let me see how many drops this dude had tonight. I mean, I'm pretty sure I can probably see this. Let me see. All right, so this man, this man, like, no lie, he got targeted 15 times. This man got targeted 15 freaking times tonight, and he caught seven. <laughs> mm -mm -mm -mm. So what's that? That's that's under. Is that under 15? I mean, 50 percent. So, I mean, so nah, nah, mm -mm. too up and down. You got to be consistent, man. We ought to be able to count on you when times get rough. You know what I'm saying? Like we can't be, you can't be like, you know, teasing us one minute, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, breaking our heart, breaking our heart the next. Nah, man, can't be doing that, man. Rookie mistake by Jake. All right, here we go. Head coach Dennis Allen. turnover battle really for the first time. So I thought that was a big difference in the game. Um, but yet there was, you know, a lot of positives, uh, particularly early in the game. I thought we did some good things. It was nice to see Jimmy had a couple of nice catches, contested catches. Um, so um, I'll open it up to questions. Did you feel like you needed to see those contested catches according to the Yeah, I think that was one of the things that, that – um, you know, we, we've said this, that, you know, we don't have to see it every day from these guys. 
uh, particularly the veteran players, but yet at some point we have to see it. So, um, and we saw it tonight. I think it's all all encompassing. Um, he nailed the 50 yarder, um, went right down the middle, and then the 60 yarder um, just hung it out to the right, you know, a little bit and had plenty of leg. Um, and look, I mean, percentages of 60 yarders aren't aren't very high in our league, but yet I wanted to give the kid a chance to see what he could do, and uh, he just missed the kick. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought he was active in the game. Um, I don't know what his final stats were, but I, I did think he was active in the game, both in in uh, against the run and and uh, you know with the pass rush. So um, I thought I saw you know it looked like there was a couple of good things I saw at Isaiah Foskey also in the game. So um, look, we you know um, we got some tough decisions that are that are coming up. Um, we got a lot of good football players on this team, and um, we got to make some decisions over the next 48 hours. Um, I don't think you're ever where you want to be um, or where we need to be. We're, we're in a race to improve, uh, getting ready for the opener this, uh, you know, here in, here in two weeks from from today. Um, but I, I, there, there's a lot of positives with this football team right now. Um, but yet, there's certainly some things we gotta we gotta improve on. Yeah, it was much better. Um, it was much better in the game. Um, I think we had one one false start, and I think that was just I think we took too long at the line of scrimmage and needed to kind of get into the flow a little bit and get the snap going. So, uh, but I thought that was a that was a step forward. Yeah, I think I think really um, probably since the Charger practices, um, you know, I started to see, you know, some signs of of you know the 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 mental picture that I have of of Jimmy Graham, um, and uh, and then again, you know, I, I saw it this week in practice, um, and I saw it carry over into the game, so uh, that was a positive. How do you feel, Isaiah? I think he's getting better, you know, um, yet he's still a, he's still a rookie and still has a long way to go. Um, but he's made significant strides from where he was, you know, in OTAs and even the first part of training camp. So um, and, and look, that's what you want to see. You want to you want to see a guy that every time he gets an opportunity to go out there uh, and get more reps, um, you, you see a guy that's getting more comfortable in what we're asking him to do. Well, look, this time of year is always difficult, um, you know, uh, and probably more difficult um, this year. And, and that's a that's a that's a good challenge to have, a good problem to have, uh, knowing that, you know, we've got a lot of good football players and um, we'll, we'll go through this tomorrow and, and have some significant uh, meetings to talk about it and We'll pick the right 53 for this team. More difficult than others just because you have a lot of guys that are in a few spots. But... Yeah, I think we just got a lot of good players, yeah. you know, and you can't keep them all. So um, there'll be some some tough moves. Did you guys make do everything on Tuesday or was it kind of? Yeah, we'll 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 discuss it tomorrow and and see where we're at.
Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think we've seen some improvement out of him. And I think where we're at right now uh, with where he is, and then, you know, you kind of take into account that, you know, last year in the preseason and the last preseason game, he, he, he was injured, you know. So uh, I felt good about where he was at uh, and didn't want to risk putting him out there. Um, he's getting closer. Um, he's not – He's not full full go yet, so um, but he's continuing to rehab. How do you go about evaluating something like that with some of these guys that maybe haven't had a lot of exposure to dealing with injuries? Well, look, I mean, you know, some of the guys, you know, you've got some, you know, significant exposure to in terms of past experience, um, and then you got to go back to what you saw early on in camp, um, and yet, you know. Gave some other guys some opportunities to 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 try to impress. So, um, yeah, I think we'll 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 look at all that and we'll take it all into consideration and um, you know we'll make the moves that we think are best for this team. Okay, guys, thanks. All right, so that was head coach Dennis Allen uh, talking about the Saints' uh, seventeen thirteen loss tonight and some of the difficult decisions that they have to make. And I have to agree with them, man. This is going to be tough. There's going to be a lot of really good players and a lot of guys that fans have really grown to love and respect that are not going to make this team. But that's just a testament to what the Saints are building and uh, the competition level and, and guys stepping up and making those opportunities happen for them. So um, <clears throat> I know – there was a, a competition cornerback. I think I think pretty much you're probably going to have Lattimore one and Paulson Adebo number two. Um, I didn't see Paulson Adebo tonight, but I definitely seen Alante Taylor. So that tells you everything that you need you need to know as far as that. I'm gonna read a few more of your comments, and then we're gonna go ahead and call it a night. Uh, let's see. Uh, Brzee had a sack, but whiffed on the tackle. But Lelos is balling. Um, out hard and another sack the backup d line is a uh, cold motor the backup d line is cold motor uh no if no if we talking about nico lalos uh lalos I, I just like to call them lalos so i can use this sound i just like doing that but anyway yeah um now he definitely his motor definitely running hot he ain't nothing cold about that motor that uh nico lalos has you know so definitely not uh let's see Corey Jackson says, hey, TJ, are you still uh, going to defend Jameis Winston? Corey, thank you so much for being here. You know what I'm saying? I normally see you popping up in the chat, you know what I'm saying, when the show is all said and done. So it's good to see you that you actually joined us in the live. But what are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Jameis Winston had a QBR of 107. I mean, 102 tonight. All right. The man <laughs> the man threw a touchdown. Uh, man threw a dime to uh, Jimmy Graham. You know what I'm saying? He threw a touchdown to jimmy Graham. like what are you talking about this man was 11 of 16 tonight so we're gonna criticize Jameis winston this isn't a night to do it okay uh you know you know check it out maybe later on down the line or something like that he get opportunity and he don't play so well but this isn't the night to talk about it. i mean the guy went 11 of 16 all right so now nah, this this not the night to talk about it. i know you don't like him and i know you think he's not a starting quarterback and i know you think that he, he shouldn't be in the league and all that other stuff, but this ain't the night to talk about. 
Try again, though. Try again. Maybe, maybe next time. Uh, just like others have said, Jake Hayner has got to learn not to uh, lock in on one target. I agree with that. Yeah, he, he it seemed like he was just trying to he was trying desperately trying to get uh, <laughs> Lucas Crow to make the Saints tonight. The backups on the O line a major concern. I agree with that. Hayner was locked in on Crow, cutting the mustard time. Let's see. Uh, was Michael Thomas at the game tonight? I'm pretty sure he was. Probably didn't show him on the sideline. Um, I mean, quite a few guys they didn't really show. Texans played starters, Saints didn't. Yeah, I mean, I would play starters too if my starting quarterback of the future was out there. I'd play him too. I ain't mad at him for that. I still think we need another pass rusher, though. I, I agree with you that. Uh, feeling good about our D-line, even with Foskey not flashing enough. Hope he's not just a redshirt rookie this year. Hopefully he hit the ground running. Uh, exactly. Uh, when talking about Jameis Winston, it's like uh, Trump winning the election. That ain't out of the realm of possibility. Just be honest with you, crazy D folks is out here. Uh, anyone else uh, concerned about the old line? Seems like we have lack of depth, and the only sure thing right now is the right tackle ram check. Yeah, but I mean, look, I'm gonna say this though. That offensive line played well, like in that in that series with um Derek Carr when he was out there, they played pretty well. And they also played well in that that second series when they were out there with Jameis Winston. So, eh, I mean, I I think a lot of what we see is a bunch like we ain't really seeing too much of the starters. Like we ain't really see too many of them. And I think we getting a false sense of reality because, you know, I mean, look, Andrews Pete. I mean, come on, give me a break. All right, I mean, seriously, dude has uh been getting beat like a persian rug for i don't know how long so um i don't even like consider that but i'm just saying a lot of these a lot of what we saw was a bunch of backup guys and i think some people are i, I think some people you know just kind of feel you know feel like when you know when they can come out there on the first series oh those are the starters but those aren't all the starters uh, is this a make or break a year for dennis if so what does he need to do to keep his job safe uh win more games than he loses and make you know look i me personally if i feel like if if dennis allen goes eight and nine he gonna still stay with the team right um if he makes it to the playoffs i he definitely gonna still be here with the team you know i think i think they i i think at at worst you looking at dennis allen getting the third year as a head coach and maybe getting fired at the end of the third year or in the middle of the of the third year if it don't work out but i i can't see him i can't see him losing his job like unless the saints just like completely like just fall off a cliff like picking in a top three or something like that then i would have to say yeah your boy getting fired but if they go like eight and nine or nine and eight he's still gonna stay uh, how many wide receivers we keep it? Is this the year that Traquan goes? If so, who gets his spot? A.T. Perry and I. Whew, that's a tough one. Based on what Traquan brings to the table as a blocker, as a wide receiver, the dirty work guy. I, I can see him staying around, but it would not surprise me if he does get cut. Uh, it's one of them situations where. 
I'm kind of like I feel like he can make the team because I feel like no other guy at wide receiver can do the things that he does. Like like him or not, like he is the guy that that does the dirty work, right? To make other guys look good. But at the same time, it's like having another guy on the team that you're only looking at as a, a you know a block on the outside more so than catching the ball. That's somebody else that can be out there that probably can go for a hundred if somebody else goes down, right? So it's, it's tough. And then you're not out there either. I'm extremely concerned with O line depth and lack thereof. It's not as if we're we've haven't been uh, uh, beset by injuries there in the past couple of years. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's, it's it's concerning, but we'll see, man. We'll see. TJ, who has your vote, Roby or Taylor, to play the nickel? Oh, Roby. Bradley, Roby. Lante Taylor is not ready for prime time when it comes to the slot. I like him on the outside, but the inside, uh, nah. That's Bradley, Roby. Nine and eight, the minimum for Dennis to keep his job, in my opinion. I think Perry is better blocker than Smith. I, I disagree with that. I, I 100% disagree with that. Like, nah, nah. You can like A.T. Perry as a pass catcher, but he is not a better blocker than uh, Traquan Smith. He is not. I mean, I know he had that good block tonight, you know, uh, with John Trey uh, Kirkland uh, caught that wide receiver screen for a first down, but he's not a better blocker than Traquan. He he just not. Uh, let's see. Dennis' main goal is to win division, especially now uh, that we have Carr. Yeah, I mean, look, you, you got to win a division. You you got to win a division, and you should win a division. You got the best, like you got the you you yeah. I, I I'm comfortable saying this. You got the best quarterback in the division. You got the best defense in the division. You got better veteran leadership in the division, and and your schedule. You know it compared to like most schedule makers and prognosticators is relatively easy. You know compared to other teams, so. Yes, you, you should you should win the division at best. You know what I'm saying? I mean, at worst, you should like at worst you should win the division. You know what I'm saying? Like if you go to the playoffs and lose in the first round, like at least you should supposed to win the division. Like there is no if, ands, or maybes. The Saints need to win the division. Uh, what position group do you uh, have no concerns with? No, no concerns with the running back position. Running backs, I mean, look. Alvin Kamara, Jamal Williams, Kendra Miller. I ain't got no concerns with that. I think all those guys are capable of running the football. Um, other than that, to be honest with you, safety. I'm not. I'm not concerned about the safety position. The safety position is something I'm not concerned about either. Probably safety is probably the one position that I am confident about. I mean, unless somebody go down, then we have another conversation. The best running backs and wide receivers in the division. Uh, two besides Tampa, uh, PJ would be an upgrade. <laughs> Our special teams still uh, don't have a return game, especially because of blocking. Yeah, I mean, but we'll see, man. We'll see. What are your thoughts on Smoke Monday? Um, show me something in a few games, you know. But I think he might make. I think he end up making a team in a special teams capacity. Uh, let's see. Is May facing the suspension or not? I'm pretty sure he is. If he's if he received probation, yeah, he, he more than likely going to get suspended. Jonathan Abram, hometown. Yeah, Jonathan Abram, yeah, I think that's going to be a long shot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Lucia, cool. Uh, 
Yeah, Lucas Crawl, yeah, two up and down for you, me. Two up and down for me. Dennis Mango is the winner division, especially now that you got Carr. Uh team Traquan. <laughs> Can't wait to see what linebackers make the team. Yeah, I agree. That, that should be interesting right there. Uh the rookie quarterback looked bad tonight. Yeah, it wasn't his best showing. Uh Lonnie Johnson or Howden. Um I go with I go with Lonnie Johnson. I'll go with Lonnie Johnson. Uh, how was the South Carolina campus? Uh, I didn't go on campus. I just went to the stadium. I, I didn't go. I didn't go on campus. Um, I actually just went to the stadium. The stadium kind of sits out by itself. Um, but no, I didn't go on camp. I mean, I ain't going on campus. But the stadium looks nice. Yeah, if my uh out well, if May out for six games, we need to sign PJ back. Well, I mean. You got Lonnie Johnson. You got Jonathan Abram out there. You know, I, I don't really too much trust Jonathan Abram in coverage. He, he's kind of like, to me, he's like Roman Harper. You know what I'm saying? How Roman Harper was like, you know, inside the box, he was straight, but he was a, a liability in coverage. Yeah, that's kind of like, a, that's kind of what Jonathan Abram is. Uh, folks uh, who are tripping about uh, Spears uh, making several preseason highlights plays. And already uh, this is missing Miller reveals themselves as casual and not understanding of how context and scheme fit works. Well, look, that's, I mean, people just get excited about some of the things that they see, you know, and they don't understand the nuances of, of the game and how things work, you know, and I, I, I can't blame them. Like if you don't like some people just don't know how to evaluate football. I mean, it's right. Like some of us had the benefit of actually playing, you know, understanding concepts. Some of us, you know, like shouts out to my boy Deuce uh, Wenham, who who spends hours at a time, you know. So I think he's done some scouting in the past, if I'm mistaken. Like he can able to break it down, and evaluate stuff, and you know, some people just have that gift. And then you have people out here who, you know, feel like they're getting the real deal, Holyfield, when they're looking at highlights. I mean, look. Some people aren't aren't blessed with that privilege. I mean, to be able to understand those concepts, and I, I'm not, I'm not gonna knock them for that, man. You know, I'm not gonna knock them. My, my now, I will knock them if they feel like they they getting the whole entire story and they going back and forth with you based on some highlights. Now, no, calm down, calm down, player. But um, I can understand like you know people getting all hyped up and swole up. You know, what I'm saying over what they actually watching and what they see, but it ain't always what you know it ain't always it they call highlights right for a reason i want another pass rusher but i don't uh think long as we create turnovers uh that are offset that lack of for sure double digit solos uh sack guy i'm confident in the defensive line to generate it yeah i mean i just i just want to see these guys go out there and ball out joe dog you right i'm not impressed with miller at all well I mean, <laughs> I don't know exactly what you want to see from a guy who mostly comes in the game and running behind third-string offensive linemen. I mean, how impressive do you want? I mean, I, I don't understand. Like, what do you what do you want? Like, you want him to run for 100 yards on uh, a third, fourth-string offensive line? And then on top of that, we got to also take into account the guy is injured. I mean, he has a knee brace on. Like, the fact that he's out there, like, giving it – his all and giving it, you know, the old college try is, is admirable. You know, he is admirable. You know, the dude tore his ACL in college. 
right? He he, he messed up this MCL in, in the first game of preseason. Everybody thought like the dude was going to be missing time, but he's out there giving it his all. And I know sometimes like when we see these guys and they're out there and they, they dress and they're playing, we're not looking at the fact that these guys could possibly be dealing with some limitations. But, you know, I got respect for him, you know, for him even being out there. Now, I'm I'm just I'm just you know I'm just happy out there. TJ, are you still defending Jameis Winston? I already just told you, man. What what are what are you talking about? What are you, what are you talking about? The dude had a, a QBR of 102. He went 11 of 16 tonight for 94 yards and a touchdown. So what what am you know what, what do you want me to say? Like what are you what are you trying to what are you trying to insinuate here? What are you trying to insinuate? You know are, are you just are you are you just want me to like go back and forth? Do you want me to like to just say he, he terrible or something like that? He didn't play terrible tonight. He went eleven of sixteen. I mean, what? I don't know what you what your angle is, my friend. Quine balling out in Pittsburgh should have given him another shot. Well, I think Jalen Smith is just as good. I think Jalen Smith just as good as Quan Alexander. To be honest with you. Um, let's see. Miller will be good, trust. And a dude dealing with an MCL injury. Uh, let's see. What do you have against Winston? Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, this ain't the night to talk about the dude, man. Somebody said, uh, Lee, he is trash. Um, yeah, well, Corey, I'll tell you what, why don't you show him how it's done? Why don't you go out there and throw a 60-yard pass on a rope like and, and show Jameis Winston what you made out of? Maybe, maybe, maybe we got this all wrong. Maybe we should remove Jameis Winston and replace him with Corey Jackson. Yeah, that's right, Corey Jackson. Right? Let, let's get him out there. Let's show him how it's done, man. Let's let, let, let's see how you can fit them balls through tight windows. Let's see how you can do that. Then we can. Then we really can have ourselves a quarterback of the future, right? Because I know for I know for a fact, you know, if Jameis Winston tonight went eleven or sixteen. Corey Jackson can at least go 19 to 20. Corey Jackson can, can at least complete over 75% of his passes, man. I mean, I'm telling you, like, because he, when it comes to like evaluating quarterbacks, it don't get no better than that. When it comes to playing the quarterback position, don't get no better than that. I mean, I'm telling you right now, anybody that, that can say these things right here, confident. I'm confident that they're better than the person that they're talking about. Sorry, TJ, but they don't pay me millions to throw a football. I mean, they don't, but they should, right? They should, right? Because, I mean, <laughs> because going 11 or 16 and having a QBR of a, over 100, you know, like, that that ain't good enough, right? All I'm saying is, all, all jokes side, Corey, thank you for being here, man. I, I understand what you're saying. All I'm saying is, bro, like, this ain't the night to talk about the dude. And the dude is not trash. Like, the, he is not trash. Like, I look, there, there's some garbage out here in the National Football League. There is some garbage out here in the National Football League. Jameis Winston is better than – man, Jameis Winston is better than, I would say, I can say at least about eight or nine starting quarterbacks in the National Football League right now he's better than. I'm serious. Like I, I'm, I, I feel like this dude can be a starter in the league. I'm sorry. 
I don't know what your angle is. I don't know what you have against them. Maybe, you know what I'm saying, like, maybe you're just one of them people that just feel like, you know, he ain't good enough. Maybe you still holding on to something that happened back then. I don't know. But um, the dude is dude is a really dude is a good quarterback, right? I'm just saying. I mean, he ain't terrible. I know you want people to believe that he's terrible, but he's not. He's not. Does he make mistakes? Yeah. Does he make? Does he sometimes? You know what I'm saying? Take things upon himself and try to put a team on his back, and he make he doesn't make the best decisions. Absolutely. But you can say that about you know what I'm saying plenty of quarterbacks. But all I'm saying is the dude isn't isn't as bad as you making him out to be. Uh, shame is tail, right? <laughs> nah, I'm, man, I'm serious, man. I'm the all jokes aside. Look, I understand that, but look, I can't get I can't get on board. I can't get on board and just saying that the man is just awful. Like, like he's just the worst thing ever. Like he's he's not the worst quarterback I've ever seen. LOL. Thanks, Corey. I needed that laugh. Uh, Drew Corey breaks. <laughs> Baker Mayfield for sure. Uh Saints uh season predictions. That's that's coming out this week, man. Y'all be on the lookout for that. Says uh Jameis Winston is the best backup in the league, and that's a fact. I agree with that. Jameis Winston is so good, 31 other teams didn't want to sign him. That ain't true. That ain't true, bro. Like, and that's that's another reason. Like, that's another reason why. <laughs> We can't just be throwing stuff out here, you know what I'm saying? Because that's not true. I know for a fact that ain't true. I know for I know for a 100 fact that ain't true. You know, I look. I talk to people within the National Football League, reporters or what have you. I know for a fact that is not true. 100 false. So don't, don't even like put that in the chat, bro. I don't even want, I don't even want to put you out there like that. I don't even want you to go out like that. That is not true. That is not true. I know. I know for a fact they had at least six teams that called about Jameis Winston in the offseason. At least. At least. And if it ain't, you know what I'm saying? It ain't six, it was close to it. They had teams that inquired about it, about Jameis Winston. Trust and believe. Trust and believe. That is that is not true. I see a whole entire who that nation just gave Corey attention and that's not good. <laughs> hey man, I'm just saying like when you say you're adamant about somebody being trash, I'm like, man, 11 to 16 ain't the night to talk about them. That's all I'm saying. Uh, needs to keep a groupie uh, and cut and trade uh, trade Lutz. Again, he had a high school QBR over 100 with second and third string offensive line players what these fools talking about i i don't know man i don't even want to get into this every time somebody starts talking about james winston should be a starter here come everybody giving their two cents and the next day you know you know people up there coming at me talk about man uh, you don't like james i've been watching you and i noticed you don't like james like bro i ain't got no time for that man everybody know how i feel about james winston but you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be look, I was I felt last game I was critical of Jameis because I felt like it was worth criticizing. I felt like he could have played better, and tonight he played better. So I mean, that's all you want. You know, I was critical of Isaiah Fosky. I felt like he needed to play better, and he played better. That's all you can ask for. You know, if Jameis going 30 for 30, Corey, you going zero for <laughs> Jameis Winston is the best backup for our team. League, uh, he's good on the field 
at first uh, half, though. Uh, hell nah. Uh, speaking of Will Lutz, that man life flashed before his eyes when he almost swallowed his heart today. <laughs> I just want to see some of the – I just want to see this this pinpoint accuracy by Corey Jackson, man. That's what I want to see. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Hey, man, but, like, all, all jokes aside, though, man, look, no matter what side of the fence that you're on when it comes to it, I think we all are in agreement that we just want this team to win. We just want the best product on the field, and we want to see this team succeed and, and reach heights that we haven't seen in a very long time. So I, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to the NFL season. Uh, preseason is over. On to the regular season. The games count. And uh, the next time you see the New Orleans Saints will be their starters. You know, I – I will be right here on the State of the Saints podcast uh, as they cut down the team, getting down to 53. Also this week, I will be doing uh, my two, 2023 NFL schedule for the New Orleans Saints predictions. Um, looking forward to that. And, uh, you know, looking forward to uh, putting some content out on the GumboPodSports.com and also GumboPodSports as well. State of the Swag, uh, you know, Therapy College podcast. We're going to be here, man. We're going to be here. Uh, giving you all wall-to-wall content every single time, all right? But this has been the State of the Saints podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. And also, uh, previous episodes of the State of the Saints podcast are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor FM. You can follow me on X at T-J-A-Y Jones 8. That's T-J-A-Y Jones 8. Till next time. All I got to say is, who that? Hey, don't let these tears fool you. It's all dog around this mug. I'm good.